Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everyone, and welcome to a bonus episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my ambitious and resilient co-host, <laughs> Mina Kumuk-Sitap. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. <laughs> so we're using those words because today we are going to talk about the characteristics of a great masterminder, and those are two of the words that we would use for people that are really thriving in masterminds. Yeah, this is really fun because... Um, I feel like there's like, you get people in a group and you're like, yes, that is such a good mix up, such a good mashup. And you start to see the characteristics that stand out. You know, they, they go in a kind of, not a pattern, but you know, you see them often. And then you see those people really excel because they have these characteristics that we're going to chat about today. Yeah. So um, I'm going to list off a few of them and then we can kind of dig into them after. So one, I think a big part is that that no matter what, if you're in a mastermind, that you're open to change. And I think that's anyone that's in a mastermind or even working with a coach or a consultant, that they see something and they're open to change. I think some other things, like I said, um, ambitious, you're resilient, you're positive, you're determined, you're resourceful, you are entrepreneurial, you are a learner, and you are creative. Yeah. I mean, all those things. I think entrepreneurial kind of is the umbrella on all those, Mm -hmm. the most successful entrepreneurs are definitely all those. I wanted to highlight, I think what the most important one is, which is (laughs) drum roll, Jacqueline doesn't even know, um, (laughs) is I think you have to be positive. I think that it's so discouraging and so taxing on you emotionally, physically, um, you know, psychologically, spiritually, when you're not positive. And that's in life and in business because you will get knocked down and you have to get back up every single time. And so there's different people that are, that tend to be positive and there's ones that are not. Um, one of the big goals, I think that if you tend to be not so positive, which is fine, um, because I think it kind of gets, yeah, I don't know, like bred into you a little bit, you know, as you're growing up. Um, but if you're not so much positive, I think that you need to eliminate all negative and complaining people around you. Um, when you get around people that complain a lot or gossip a lot, it is contagious. You cannot help it. You're only human. So I think that that is really hard. Um, if I, you know, like for instance, you'll see it when I used to do events, when I used to do scrapping events and I did this for seven years, right? One of the rules that I had for all the people, and this was especially the vendors was there was a no complaining rule. So if you needed to complain, absolutely come and complain to me and I would acknowledge their complaint and I would like um, distract them, like I would redirect them. So they would complain about this or that and I would say, oh gosh, I know, I wish it wasn't like that. And then I would say, hey, but you know, at least blah, blah, blah. And I found that the vendors were the ones that would complain the most, not the scrapbookers. But if people get around people who complain a lot, you'll see this in any event or even in a mastermind 
they get bogged down by it. They are like, oh my gosh, you know. Um, but the nice thing is that in a mastermind, you're able to vent, you know, like don't bottle that in. You're able to vent, but there's other masterminders saying, hey, come over here. Let's move past it together. I've been there. And that's the huge difference of a mastermind is that you're venting, but you're not living in that complaining negative world. You know, you're not pulling people in and living there and saying, hey, come over here and live here forever with me. You know, the positive person will step away. Right. So I agree. And I'm going to, I'm going to come at that and actually change, not change, but say that I actually think the biggest thing is open to change because I am, I am at times not the most positive person, but I have thrived in masterminds. So I think what, I think maybe what my opinion of that would be is that you have to be open to change, right? So I would rather live in a positive mindset. It's just like you said, not as natural sometimes. Like I, we've talked about this in our money episodes. Like I come from a place of scarcity. And so I think that if, if you, if you want to be there, right, you see it, you see it in the distance. You're like, I want to be there. I want to be with supportive people. Like I used to play sports and I loved my team. You know, I had really good team. Um, what do we call it? Sportsmanship. And so I think, I think the, the idea is that you're just open to change, that you're not the kind of person that is going to say like, no, everything, no, 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 you know, knows things, but you're open and you're positive and you're moving forward. And like Mina said, like you're now, we were talking about this before we started recording, but you actually don't know what you're missing until you're actually in a mastermind and you have a group of like-minded people um, where we didn't have one of these um, in our, in our characteristics. We didn't say like, loves community, right? Because me and I, to be honest, we're, we run our businesses for a lot of years, just us with our own internal circles, but not reaching out to people, let's say on the internet, like how her and I met, like business besties through our internet dating app (laughs) (laughs) called Facebook groups. (laughs) But, um, but you know, we didn't know what we were missing until we found each other. And then, and then and then, for example, Mina's role in my life is that she does pull me to the positive. She finds the steps for me and pulls me there. I've been in masterminds where I was going through the hardest part of my business. Like literally, guys, like the hardest year ever of my business. And I was in the mastermind and I contributed. So I definitely helped contribute. And then my masterminders that were around me actually helped it's kind of like that light at the end of the tunnel, right? They, they found the light for me. So they actually showed me that there is a way out of this tunnel and that I could get there. So when you're so stuck in it, when you're going in circles, you don't realize that there is a, there is a path out. And that's what I think um, the mastermind does. So then let's talk about some other ones. So ambitious. Yeah. Ambitious. I think there's, it's twofold. You have to be ambitious and resilient. So you have to reach for those like really, really big goals And then you have to withstand the discomfort of failing over and over. And then you have to, that's the resilient part. And then you have to go at it again with even, you know, still chipping away at those goals. And I think that a lot of that is the, you know, it's the resilience plus the ambition plus the accountability, right? Because a lot of times people give up because they don't have that accountability. You know, they are ambitious, you know, they make the goals and they make the checklist and all that stuff. They're resilient in that they probably could do it, but it's accountability. When you're in a mastermind, it's like you're accountable to more than yourself. And we all know that letting yourself down is so much easier than letting other people down, you know? Yeah. And, and again, like when you have that accountability, um, cause I'm actually in a mastermind right now. And so is Mina, we're not in the same one. And I have an accountability person in ours that like literally texted me and said, um, Hey, have you hit your two week goal? So 
we do, we create those goals for our, our masterminders as well. Like, are you, we're not necessarily following up all the time, but we're aware if there's something big happening, for example, um, uh, like we've had a couple of clients go through trade shows, you know, and we've been, we've been chatting with them about it, our masterminders. So, um, I do think that it is just about the resilient part, I think is the biggest thing. Cause you have to be able to go to a trade show and make zero sales take some action, right? Change, be ambitious enough that you're going to go to that next show, do things a bit different. So that goes back to that, like open to change and positive that there might be a different outcome, go to the show, make those changes and then see a different outcome and then actually have the opposite happen, have like an amazing show with like lots of email addresses and lots of sales. So, so all of these things happen, but you have to be able to get back up again. And we're here to kind of like pull you up. Yeah. If you're not ambitious, you won't make goals that challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, then it just isn't enough. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you do need to make goals that challenge yourself so then your business can grow and move forward. If you just make goals that aren't not trackable and not ambitious or big or challenging, then you'll just kind of, I don't know, stay in the same place. I feel yeah. like, you know, you're okay with being coasting. Which I think is then leads us to that other characteristic of being determined. So you're determined to see this happen, like blood, sweat, tears, financially, time, taking away from your family, like the important people in your life. Um, You are just determined to make this happen. And obviously, um, we've had people in our masterminds decide that they were no longer determined to make it happen, (laughs) (laughs) which is fine because we help them find their way there. Or we've had people who have told us like, I'm giving this one more year and I'm going to like, I'm going to put in, I'm determined to put in everything I can this year, see what happens with all of these, you know, being resourceful and, and all the new strategies. And then if it doesn't work, then I know I've tried it. And so I think that's a big part of being determined. Yeah. It's funny because on, when I was on the Biz Chicks podcast, I'm in episode 30, 333, if you guys are... It's like, how do you say that number? Um, and um, so if anybody wants to listen on there, but when I was at Biz Chicks Live, there were so many people that came up to me that were like, I just love the determination that you have. The funny thing is that I've never identified with that word. I've always felt like determined meant pushy. And so I always, but then I'm, you know, re- reframing that in my own mind, right? So determined really means just still going at it, even if you're getting discouraged and not even being pushy. You can certainly kill them with kindness. You know, I didn't feel like I was super pushy, but I was definitely determined in my own mind to find a solution for what I needed to do. And that didn't mean being overly aggressive or anything like that, which in my mind, when I initially thought of that word, it kind of was that way for me. But now I know that that's not really the case. So, you know, really thinking about these words and and feeling and knowing whether or not that's the word that you want to use for yourself, right? And you can yeah. always reframe it how you need to. So then you know that that can, can be what pushes you forward. And we have men and women listeners, right? And I think that, I think as women, if you use the words ambitious and determined, Sometimes it can be a little bit like catty or, uh-huh. you know, like a little bit like shark in the water, you know, not, not team player, for example, versus if you call a guy sometimes ambitious and determined, you know, it's a different connotation. So I'd like to shift that all for all of us women that, you know, like to be ambitious is not a bad thing. It's, it's, you have ambitions and you're going to meet those. You're not okay with being complacent. So um, I think as us raising daughters too, I like to say my daughter has leadership skills. And she, <laughs> I is, say my daughters are complicated. 
I say that on other days. <laughs> like it's really hard being three, but, um, but you know, but literally like my daughter, my, my daughter tells us like, or like she was going to be a director or a lawyer. Like she will argue a point with you, even if it's incorrect, but she's got leadership skills because she can really like, she takes a stance and that's where she's going to stand. So, all right. So we talked a little bit about resourcefulness, but I think that that's another incredible characteristic to have. So being resourceful, what can you work with right now? So in your current situation, in your current business, what, what can you do to be resourceful? And Mina and I, I think are pretty good with that in terms of like, even with our masterminders and in our groups, how to help them be resourceful and, or go back to their community or their private Facebook group with their other masterminders and see how each individual person can help them move their business forward. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like the the ones that are really doing a lot in the two week time frame of when we talk to them, actually, it's not even that long because we have office hours oftentimes. But those are the ones that are really resourceful, like um, because they figure it out themselves without too much of us nudging them. Because they have the hot seat and then they do what they need to do, and then this goes into a little bit of another word that we talked about, which was learner, the resourceful learner, right? They're always learning on their own anyways. It's part of their personality. And then in a mastermind, they're able to really, you know, set the goals, put out into actual vocalization and wording, hey, here's my goal for the next two weeks. And then they do it, they figure it out, you know, and that's resourcefulness to a T. And they have to be kind of learners because you have to kind of learn and execute, learn and execute too. Yeah. Again, I think going back to that open to change, right? Like where you're willing to learn and implement that into, into your business and, um, and yeah, the resourceful part. So as we said, initially an entrepreneurial, just in general that, you know, some people discredit themselves. Um, they'll say that they're not a business person, but if you've started a business, you're, you're a business person. There's just, you, there's tools you can get from other people to supplement. So whether you're working with experts, um, you know, you're, not all of us are attorneys and CPAs and you need those people to your business. So as an entrepreneur, you've taken the risk and you've decided to start your own business and to create a product, which is even more complicated than all these other people starting businesses and that you are willing to to try it out. There are people that I'm sure all of us have met that will never leave their corporate job because they never want to. Not like I'm trying to find my way out through this business, but like I never want to start a business. They are not entrepreneurial. They are not going to start a product business and they're probably not going to join our mastermind. (laughs) Yeah. And these are not bad things as far as like there's the employee mindset and there's the entrepreneurial mindset. There's the employee mindset that they just want to leave that job at five o'clock and they want to come home to their family. Whereas an entrepreneur, they can't but help take it with them constantly, you know, and it's like that creative thinking, so many ideas, super multi-passionate a lot of times, super resourceful, finding problems, finding solutions, finding problems, finding solutions. That's like a wheel that constantly turns in your head when you're an entrepreneur. And then, then harnessing that, you know, and being okay with that and loving it and using all those strengths because, you know, it's like, you know, I've said this multiple times of when people talk about um, 
what is that syndrome where they do a lot of things? They want to do a lot of things. Oh, um, shiny object. Yeah, shiny object syndrome. So people are like, yeah, that's like the downfall of many entrepreneurs. But it really isn't. That's your, you know, it's not your downfall. It's not your weakness. It's also your greatest strength, which is like why you came up with stuff in the first place, why you continue to come up with solutions because you're, you know, that shiny object is a a bit of creative thinking. You still need that and you need to tap into it. So what I tell a lot of our masterminders is that to save it for Fridays. So Monday through Thursday, they're working in their business and really working in and on their business. And Fridays are their shiny object days. They can work on whatever they want to work on. And then that helps to continue that line of thinking for them because they still need that in their life. And a lot of times, you know, it helps in their business because they're able to, what is that? Like when you, you know, you're practicing that muscle, you know, so you're making that muscle stronger instead of being like, oh, I really, I can't even, I have to block all out all shiny objects forever because that's a weakness and that's just not true. Yeah. And that's when you take on the accountability or you find somebody in your life or your world that can kind of help focus you. So again, do you put a pin in it? Do you put it up on a board and hold hold on it? Is it something you take action on on Fridays? Like Mina's um, Oasis Soap was like a new thing, new product that you tried that does not, it's not taking up the majority of your week. It's just a new thing that you're trying out. It's a separate business than Little Labels. Um, and then that is on a different day than like her main businesses that she's working on because you literally have three businesses now. Uh-huh, <laughs> I do. Um, Jacqueline's favorite saying is, let's table that. <laughs> let's table that. And we say it back and forth to each other because sometimes you need somebody in that mastermind to be like, let's table that to next week. Next week might be a different story, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just taking that time and and bouncing it off somebody and having them think about it with you and then being like, okay, let's table that for one week at least and see next Friday would be, you know, when we, we talk about that more, if it's really something you want to dig into. Absolutely. And then I think that like we kind of mentioned it and this is kind of a given, but that you're creative. So I think created creativity, whether it's creativity and like creating, you know, um, your product or creative in terms of like resourcefulness. You're just creative. So you, you're like Melina said, and I think that's like the overall arching thing of this whole thing is it's um, problem, solution, problem, solution. Like you see the problem, you find the solution and all of these things go towards it. And then how would it feel to have other people like this with you? Like yeah. how would it feel to have this group of, of, other business owners that have all of these characteristics and some might be higher in other ones or some, you may not have all of them, but that you, that you have enough that like you vibe. It's again, if we're going to go back to that dating app, <laughs> like you've checked off the boxes, right? Yeah. Swipe left, swipe right. <laughs> <laughs> right? I don't, I I don't know which way we're supposed to swipe. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know. We've been married a while. I have no idea. Pre-internet dating. (laughs) But it is so true because you have those people to be around you and really um, they have a lot of similar strengths and similar weaknesses in a way, similar, similar characteristics, right? So you're able to grow together and really make it, you know, so many solutions like um, they might be offering a different angle. They might be saying, swipe <laughs> kitty corner over here to the right a little. <laughs> so, so many, so many different viewpoints that you could possibly solve a problem. So here, keep in mind, I'm not saying problem, perfect solution, problem, perfect solution, because that's not a lot of the ways it is. And there's not always one solution. 
So there's problem, solution, 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 solution. Many, and also like many paths, right? Yeah, so you totally. Can opt, you can opt which way you want to go and that's right for you again, like right now. And I just want to share also that several of the businesses that are in our masterminds, not everyone was convinced that they were the right person for a mastermind or people were scared um, or felt really emotional about it or it was they were feeling so emotional within their business, like kind of sad and heavy about it, that they thought that they weren't necessarily going to be the contributing factor to the group or that they weren't sure if they were going to thrive in this group. And I've got to tell you, shout out to all of our ladies that are um, in the current group. They're incredible, <laughs> like incredible. And they all bring so many different things to the to the group that they're able to lift each other up, to add information that even Mina and I are not as like well-versed on because some of them have just been doing things differently. Um, some of them pay for Facebook people. Um, some of them do it on their own. And so we're able to sort of gather all that information into one and share it all. So to talk about our mastermind, if you would like to join. Yes. Join now, right now, put your phone down. <laughs> Because uh, we have a Black Friday offer and it is um, to get a half hour session with us. So 30 minutes with Jacqueline and myself, one-on-one with your business. So two-on-one. And um, we dig into a big topic that we can get done within 30 minutes to push you forward. And it's normally $300 for that. Two ninety-seven. And so think about this too. So what we so what we're doing also because we have several people who have already signed up um, that they are working on some bigger ideas before the mastermind starts. So you're welcome to use it before if there's spaces available, which there are not that many, or you can use it within the six months of the mastermind. So basically through June of 2019. So it might be that you just need to jump on for additional help or an additional call. And so this is super special. And I'm going to say it's Cyber Monday. We're going to take it through Monday, Cyber Monday when people are online. And so if you sign up by Cyber Monday of Thanksgiving of 2018, um, we will honor this free two-to-one strategy session with me and I, which is really valuable. And so if you have questions, please jump on our Facebook group. We can talk about it. Um, We have our page up where you can sign up right now. So you go to the product, theproductboss.com slash mastermind, and the link is in the show notes. And there is where you need to apply to get in. And there is a, a deposit, a $200 deposit right now to save your spot. And I will tell you guys, there are very few spots left. So we have a six-figure mastermind um, for anyone making six figures or above. And we have a a startup to five-figure mastermind. And there are very, very few spots left. When I say that, like literally a couple people per group. So if you want this option, we tell you to sign up now. Yeah. And signing up just means that $200 deposit right now. I did not tell Jacqueline. I changed up the process a little bit. It's a $200 deposit. And then you get screened afterwards with a mastermind application. We've been getting such good people though. So it's been amazing. It's just whether or not which group you fit into and then also who we want to, you know, group with who. Yeah. Okay. So let us know if you need anything else. You can always reach us in our Facebook community. Again, there's a link down there. You can direct message us on Instagram. um, And we would love to see your application and that deposit to hold your spot because we're not kidding when we say we were were overwhelmed by the response that it's unbelievable that we've almost filled up both groups. So we're really excited for who else is going to join. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you in there. Bye-bye. Hey there. 
still here? We want to invite you to our 2019 Mastermind, which starts in January. We've opened it up to three groups now to better serve our masterminders in startup, five-figure, and six-figure and above. We would love to have you in there to help transform your business into the product business of your dreams. Join other amazing product entrepreneurs for support, shortcuts, and real connection. Go to www.theproductboss.com mastermind for more information and to save your spot.